Welcome aboard, Captain. Back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris LaSalle. That would make me one of your other co-hosts, David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Chris, how are you? All's well. I'm, All's uh, well on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're back. It's Wednesday, and we're talking about Minute 69 of The Search for Spock today. Uh, yeah. Um, Minute 69 starts with David saying, sir, it's David. And ends a minute later with one of the Klingon soldiers trying to decide who should die. <sighs> That's no good. <laughs> it's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a cliffhanger this minute. Yeah, it's no good for anybody. <laughs> That's no good. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's a uh, uh, picking up from the from the last minute uh, where. Uh, Krug is allowed <clears throat> has allowed Kirk to speak to the prisoners on the planet, and yep. it's David's turn. Um, I really like this line, not sir, it's David, uh, but Kirk's yep. response: "I'm sorry, I'm late." Yes, I I really like that. I there's something about it that's very heartfelt to me, um, and I I believe it. You know what I mean? Like it's that you know the, the emotional connection I guess between Kirk and David. Hasn't been explored a ton, you know, from, from since the end of Wrath of right, God and yeah. now. Um, but this one this one works for me. Um, how, what about you? Did you say yes? You liked it or no? So I like the line. I like the delivery. And, I, you know, I mentioned to you a little bit offline before we were going to get going. Um, I don't know how I feel about this minute. I'm conflicted. Conflicted. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like there's some good acting a la the I'm sorry I'm late. Mm -hmm. And then there's some bad acting. David, what went wrong? Um, And then Krug and David, I just feel like it's a mishmash of good moments with bad moments. And I'm I'm really, I'm having a hard time like falling in love with this minute because it's a big, you know, it's a big moment in the movie. And um, I'm very not sure. Okay. Um, do you want to like keep score as we go through the minute? Like, okay, and add up the good moments and the bad moments and see what we net out to? Yeah, I don't know if we – yeah, I, we can do that. I just <laughs> – this is one of those minutes where – and, you know, again, this is something we've talked about. It's, you know, we have a particular format here on Star Trek Minute where we go through the minute. We talk about the minute, and sometimes we, we go on tangents and stuff like that. But I feel like this is a minute where I really need to talk about the minute in the order that we're listening to it, because I feel like it goes from good acting to bad acting to good acting to bad acting to bad acting, you know, and I just, okay. Maybe I just need to do that for my own purposes. Okay. Then let's do that. Cause I, I want you to feel better at the end of this episode. <laughs> um, Cause it's all about me. Well, sometimes. So let's back up then. So let's start with, sir, it's David. Cougar. So, <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's good, and I think, you know, to your point, I feel like Kirk's, you know, I'm sorry I'm late, is very, it's very heartfelt. I love the juxtaposition, not the juxtaposition, but the positioning of Kirk, and, you know, you're seeing the damage and the, 
you know, you see Sulu and the red light in the background and he's sort of in the foreground in the light and mm. the way it's set up, it's the delivery is perfect. And I feel like it's just like, it's leading me down this, this good minute. Okay. Did you notice the, um, do you notice the framing of Kirk and David or they're almost in the exact same position in their shots? Right. Yeah. So and I feel like that's also great. Like that sort of symmetry. Yeah. I don't think I ever noticed that before until you were just starting to go through it here. Um, I have one qu- question. Maybe it's a criticism. Um, mm. Did did Kirk put on makeup since we saw him last? Because uh, I <laughs> I feel like I feel like um, it looks like he's wearing eyeliner and stuff and has like eye makeup on. And and I know the lighting's odd. He's kind of he's kind of dark and it's red alert. But uh, I was just struck by like, oh, is he? Yeah, it looks like he's, it looks like he's an eyeliner. Was it just me? I think it's just, I think it's just you. Um, <laughs> okay, that Forget was not it, something. That's not something I noticed. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well then. Okay. So the uh, moving on. So uh, back to David. Um, David says it's okay. I should have known you'd come. I think that's also a wonderful line. Mm. What do you? I mean, it, it's no, no. I, I agree. I, I again. I think I'm, I have to work through my issues with this minute. So okay, so so you agree on that one? Then you th- you think that's a good that yeah. back and forth here? I'm sorry, late. I should have known you'd come. Yeah, it's, it's, it makes me I, I like want to reach in and hug them both. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I also think Spock uh, number three uh, it looks kind of cute here. He's just kind of looking on at David, <laughs> just staring at him. Not. It, it, it's funny you say cute because I was thinking. Uh, like little puppy, like cute little puppy. Yeah. Like he's just sort of like watching the, you know, watching his owner and his head's going back and forth. And it's like, mm, what are you guys talking about? I don't understand you right now, but yeah. Mm. Are we in trouble? Or are we having a good time? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I have more to say about Spock number three in this minute, but we'll, <clears throat> we'll keep going forward. Okay. Um, so David saying, Savick's right, the planet's unstable, and it's going to destroy itself in a matter of hours. <clears throat> um, I guess confession time, right? That's what he's doing here. And Yeah, a little bit. He's a, he's a, he's a little bit – he's confessing a little bit here, and I feel like that's good. And then I feel like this is where we sort of go down that bad where – you know, the delivery of I'm sorry I'm late. I feel like he says, David, what went wrong? I just don't like the way he said it. I don't know why. It does it to you me don't. as much emotion I got out of I'm sorry I'm late. I get the exact opposite out of David what went wrong. Is it almost I I noticed that too a little bit. It's it, it doesn't seem to flow quite right. Uh it almost makes me wonder if this, you know, they snipped out some dialogue. Mm. Um because it's it seems like an odd an odd question like if you told me that, you know, hey, Chris, you know, your house is going to destroy itself in a matter of hours. Yeah. I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. <laughs> that would be my reaction, right? Like, what? You're kidding. You know, or not what went wrong. Right. Uh, so he's assuming something went wrong, but maybe it's like, well, is that the way you designed it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess no. no. But uh, <laughs> uh, so what I was thinking here, the first thing that comes to mind between the the interaction between Kirk and David here. David went wrong, and then David responds with "I went wrong." Is ABC after-school special? <laughs> and 
And that really is the emotion that I get from those two lines. As as wonderful as the beginning of the minute is, I feel like we've now delved into hyper drama, teenage angst. Oh, I went wrong, Dad, and I picked up the drugs, and you know, <laughs> I picked up the proto matter, and I shouldn't have, and got involved with the wrong people. I didn't tell Mom. Yeah, I <laughs> I guess I could see that. That's a uh, Star Trek. After school special <laughs> minute. Um, yeah, it's a little. I don't know what went wrong. I went wrong. I don't understand. Yeah, neither do we, because that's that's really not enough. And then he, yeah. And then <laughs> to further things, Kirk's like, I, I don't understand. And David's like, I'm sorry, sir. Just don't, just don't surrender. Like, and I know you're famous for saying this, and I've been jumping on this bandwagon. Is opportunity. They had an opportunity for him to sort of come clean with his dad and be like – he. I know he says I went wrong, but he had a chance to be like, you know, I I didn't do it right or I just didn't, you know. Um, I cheated. You know, I, I, yeah, basically I cheated. I cheated the results. They're, they're bad results and it's – the system's flawed. You know, there was a better way for him to say it other than saying I went wrong and then basically saying – I'm sorry, just don't surrender. Like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work. Like I feel like opportunity was completely missed here for him to completely come clean. Yeah. Like we know he came clean with Savick and he basically told her and we as the audience know and I understand that, but this is about the relationship between his dad, him and his dad. Right. And I feel like perfect opportunity. We get it at the beginning with um, you know, the uh, the closeness and the affection and the trying to bridge that gap a little more you know because we're going to need to feel sorry for david and i feel like if he had come clean a little more i feel like that would have done wonders for his arc yeah i i was you said the word arc i was kind of waiting to jump in there it's like you know how much of an arc has david had you know i mm. i mean i know we're, we're i know we're close right right <laughs> um we all know where this is heading. Right. We all know where this is heading. And, you know, it's like, uh, we didn't, I don't think we got a, We got enough. And, and that's that's going to be one of my, probably one of my uh, bigger complaints about the film in general is we mm. don't get enough of, not the, not closure. I mean, it's, right. it's just <clears throat> David and Kirk. We have this moment and we had the moment in Kirk's quarters. Yeah. You know, with the awkward hug. <laughs> and we have this moment and it's, I don't know, it's, it's not enough. I need, we needed. I think I, I feel like we need. I feel like we, as the audience, need more. And like I said, when we come to the next minute and the next few minutes, we're going to need that emotional tie to really feel and understand the relationship. And I feel like a couple of words here and there, you could have added more to it. Right. Yeah, even if they had given us a scene earlier in the movie, you know, just have a conversation, yeah. you know, even over the, you know, video com and, you know, have them have some conversation and just see the <clears throat> see them bond a little bit more. Um, I mean, even if even so they're being held at knife point. Yep. There is no tomorrow here. There is no, you know, I know Kirk is up there, but we know that Kirk's disabled. He can't help. Mm-hmm. And this is the time to really bear your soul so to speak and be 
you know, you know, dad, I'm sorry. I was, you know, I wasn't more like you or I didn't get to know you. Anything, just oh. something, oh. just, just one little thing. And I feel like, again, it's a wasted, wasted opportunity to bridge that gap, to close, you know, to come to a, a good close. Right. You're making it more heartbreaking saying these things, by the way. Oh, <laughs> like, no, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, because I want to I just wanted the, you to be I proud want, of me. I want to feel the love. I want to feel the emotion. I want to know that when they, when we saw them, when the awkward hug at the end of Wrath of Khan to this point, they did bridge that, you know, they closed that emotional place in their being that they were close again. Hmm. I know it's asking a lot, it, especially within the span of 30 seconds, you know, I'm, or 60 seconds. I'm asking David to, to come clean, but he did for Savic, and I feel like he should have here as well. Right. So, I, yeah, I agree. And, and I also am just realizing now that, <clears throat> that again, we know what's about to happen in the, in the next minute. Mm. Um, this is David's last words are, I can't believe they'd kill us for it. Right. Oh, yeah. This is it's becoming a little more heart wrenching for me as we're talking about yeah. it. Um, and uh, I, yeah, and 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 actually, it's. I guess I'm glad we're talking about it, and um, because I mean, I yeah, know we could. I know we could have saved it for next minute. I just feel like where we're talking about it now, he's here now. Just talk about, and maybe this is my whole problem with the minute, is that I wanted more. Yeah. I wanted I wanted more and I just I didn't get it. Right. Yeah, you could have had, you know, you know, David say I love you or something, you know, just throw out that one, you know, just heartbreaking line that just makes the next minute even worse. Right. And you know, I feel like in in Wrath of Khan, we get that. We get that moment of you know, I have been and always shall be your friend. Mm. Like that was, oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I even say it now and I'm getting the chills. I mean, it just, it, it's like that one moment and he could have said, you know, uh, you know, he could have said something. Yeah. I, I suppose we have to, you and know. The fact I think that he's, he, he calls him sir also is very impersonal. And I feel like, again, that, that steals the emotion from it. That steals the, the bond that they should have. Oh, that's interesting. I, I actually kind of like the sirs. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, not. Yeah. You know, I don't call. I don't call my dad sir. But yeah, um, no, neither did I. But I just. I. There's. There's something. There's something about it that. <clears throat> the. You know, he doesn't call him dad, or you know, or father. Or, <clears throat> he's, he's just referred to him as sir. And uh, to me, it's it's a. Um, to me, it's like a David showing how much he respects him. And I'm not talking about like, you know, the you know, military respect or right. you know I mean, just he mm. just respects his father. And it's um, maybe it's right. too soon. Maybe that's another tragic aspect of it. It's too soon for maybe him yeah. to be calling him to call him dad or just would sound really weird anyway. Right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, dad. <laughs> it was my fault. Um, well, I mean, he says that at the end of Wrath of Khan, he's like, you know, I'm proud that, you know, you're my. You're my dad. No, he says, I'm a, doesn't he say I'm proud to be proud your to son? Proud to be your son. Yeah, I'm yeah. proud to be your son. So, so. which is, that's, that's what I was talking about. I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's actually said father. Mm. Uh. Father. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? 
Uh, that's from uh, if, if anyone's watched the IT group, uh, oh. the British comedy. That's one of the scenes. Is one of the father dies and the guy comes busting in the church and he's like, "Father!" If you ever get a chance, I highly recommend, especially where you're in the technology industry. It is hilarious. It's on my list, and I just haven't gotten to that one. So, so back to the minute. Back to the minute. Um, anything else on David? Um, nope. David, David's final lines. <laughs> Can't believe they'd kill yep. us for it. Can't believe they'd kill us for it. So then, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about Krug. So you want to talk about Doc Brown? <laughs> Amadi, your young friend is mistaken. <laughs> Again, he's saying more than five words in a string, so he starts to. Ah. <laughs> uh, I gotta say this this line or lines, you know, your young friend's mistaken. I meant what I said, and now to show my intentions are sincere, I shall kill one of the prisoners. That's pretty badass. There's no, you know, I, that catches me off guard. Uh, I would think so. I think I think even Kirk is caught a little bit off guard, um, but, where he sort of turns around. And he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, give me a chance. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, I. I I agree with you. I think I, I agree with you. The line itself and his intentions behind it are total um, up there on the villain scale. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you know, uh, Khan, you know, Khan was just, uh, you know, devious and, 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 and reveled in, you know, dragging everything out when he was, yep. <clears throat> you know, confronting Kirk on the view screen and stuff, you know, it's it just dragging it out. And, but uh, uh, there's no bluffing here, right? He's just like, yep, kill him. Nope. <laughs> like what? I yeah, have the same reaction Kirk does. Like, well, wait a minute. There's, there's yeah, got to be something I, else. I think the way they wrote Crew was, you know, no nonsense. He's a villain. He is going to do what he says, and you know, he he had it right where he said, you know, it's not me who's going to surrender. It's going to be you because I'm not going to back down, and I'm not here to negotiate. I'm here to get what I want, and if you don't give it to me, I'm going to kill people, and to show you that, I'm going to kill someone. Yeah, I don't know. There's something. Okay, so let's just a quick, uh, let's uh, a quick plug for our other guest spot on Die Hard Minute. <laughs> uh, uh, in in Die Hard, when Hans kills Takagi, yes, he's you know, he's like, you're just gonna have to kill me. Okay, and then poof, just plugs him right. Yep. Uh, even that. I, you know that was obviously no nonsense, and he's not fooling around. And boom, he killed him. Yep. Right? Didn't you know, just, There's something about there's something about Krug that's it's different. That I don't know if it's because he's um, he's in the middle of a negotiation or not even negotiating with Kirk and and yeah, and he and he just maybe it's because he's not doing it himself and he's just telling someone to do it, and so the you know the the control the Kirk's control over the situation is is even. Uh, it's further out of his control because now it's some hench- henchman on the planet that's going to you know, pull the trigger, as it were. And I don't know. There's something that's just I find it's a cold move. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of other villains that you know, like like ooh, that was pretty. That that you know that that get to this level. Uh, I dig it. I think it's just cold-hearted. No, I agree with you. Definitely. So. So yeah, like I said, my, my reaction is the same as Kirk's. Wait a minute, give me a chance to talk. And, yep. um, 
Also, oh, unsettling. Oh, <laughs> I interrupted. Do it again. No, it's okay. Uh, Yahoo. Jisabe. Kill one of them. I don't care which. And that too, in itself is even... He doesn't even want to know which one he kills because he doesn't care. Doesn't care. As far as he knows, he has a Vulcan, uh, a, a Vulcan child, and uh, you know, a Vulcan child, a, a weakling human, and a woman. Yep. He doesn't care which. Right. In his eyes, they are all not what he wants. And right. they are all collateral damage. Yeah. All expendable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think the... Everything happens so quickly, right? I mean, mm. granted, we've, we're going to have to we end on a cliffhanger here in this minute. <laughs> uh, but it happens so quickly, and uh, Kirk's, wait a minute, give a chance to talk. That is also, for me, unsettling. It makes this minute, the back half of this minute, unsettling to me to see Kirk lose control of the situation. In You know what I mean? It, normally, you know, it's just not it's not really a Kirk thing. Usually, if it, if it looks like he's losing control... In secret, he's got control, and he's just playing along. You know, he's got a plan and everything. This one is just totally—he lost control, and he's like—you can see the panic, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Um, and you wonder. Okay, here's a question: Kirk's losing control. He just realized what Kirk's going to do. Who do you think he hopes it isn't? Whew, that's a see that that. <laughs> let's i think probably you probably could easily agree that savic is not the top of his list i would say that out of the so let me flip that and say i would think the one he would want dead the most and i know that's <laughs> awful i know that's, that's awful. terrible <laughs> i know it is awful to say that i know but i think the one that he want it would want to see killed is savic What's dead the most? Uh, <laughs> I don't mean he's out looking to kill her. I just mean like, and right. then you get into okay. Let's say she's dead. Yeah. Who is next? Your son or your best friend for years? Who? Oh, by the way, you have his soul in your other best friend. <laughs> um, and you know you're right. Uh, your your son and I was about to say yeah but he just met him <laughs> <laughs> but he has known about David his whole life right because he you know he, he's just stayed away like Carol asked him to yeah um, so yeah I was, okay so that was probably an unfair question <laughs> no but, it's a it, it is a great question because you're like if you're Kirk and you know one of them's gonna die and you, there's nothing you can do about it he's got to be Savic. It's you. You got to believe that it's, um, you know, it's. Eh, I hope it's Savic. Savic kills. Yeah. Kill her. Kill her. Cut her up. Kill her. I think I found our episode title. <laughs> uh, all right, that's terrible. <laughs> that's it a is terrible question. Uh, all right. Well, that's. I think that's all I had. I mean. Well, you I guess would, no, know. no. We still got yeah. Sorry, this, the last line is you know. So there's like 20 seconds left of uh, of listening so to Klingon, a... Klingon dragging the knife out, and then him walking around. And um, so the one thing I do notice is uh, you know David obviously looks afraid. Um, Spock 
3.0 does not look afraid. He's still in total curious mode of like, what is going on here? But the emotion or the person that strikes me the most is Savick because she totally looks like she is in panic mode because hmm. she goes from being cool in her eyes, bug out, like which one are you going to kill? And I don't know if she's more afraid for herself or that she might kill Spock. Right. I read it. And you're talking about her reaction when the soldier first pulls out the knife, right? Not yes. her reaction at the very end of the minute. Right. Um, I, I read it a little bit that, um, not panic, but that she's thinking about making a move. You think and, so? Uh, I could almost see her like, if I could get in her head right now, she's like, don't you even, because I am going to F you up. A tiny bit of that. I mean, it's, it, it, is, it is hard to read, <laughs> obviously. She's a Vulcan. Do you see that at mm. all? Or yeah, just... yeah, maybe. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Maybe she does give a little bit of the clenching of the jaw, the forceful stare. I mean, David's pooping in his pants right now. I mean, he's literally... <laughs> I'm surprised Spock three doesn't look at him and go, man, you stink. <laughs> I, I I always love you know again I think I've talked about this. I love movies and you know as compared to reality, uh, you know if somebody was holding a knife to my chest, <laughs> I'd oh, be yeah. like falling on the ground. Please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> kill him! Kill him! I, I guess I am surprised that. And well, we could talk about my thoughts on the what I what would happen in the next minute because we'll things will happen things will happen a few things happen in the next minute yes yeah uh my only other note with this last 20 seconds is um all i hear is that klingon walking around yes <laughs> his boots crunching in the sand crunch crunch and i watched the minute several times you know <laughs> to get ready and that's all i can hear now is this crunch 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 mm-hmm but yeah, I do like Spock three in in this minute. All this, you know, him observing and even observing the guy. Oh, he's he's holding out a shiny metal object. What is that for? You know, it's you can almost see him, you know, processing it or trying to figure out what's going on. But right, yeah. But with that, you know, cool Vulcanness and uh, there's no panic at all on his face. So I guess that's kudos to. Uh, I've forgotten the actor's name, but uh, but also Nimoy's directing. Like they're not forgetting to say, you know what I mean? Like, well, you're a Vulcan, so you really shouldn't react to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, then, uh, anything else for this minute, good sir? I do not have anything else. All right. Nor I. Um, so why don't we wrap it up and uh, we'll come back on Friday and get to the the big moment. Yes, let's do it. All right. Well, folks, while you're waiting, uh, I need you to come on out to the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. If you haven't already joined, uh, you should join up. And we'd love to hear your thoughts about this minute and uh, uh, the next couple of minutes. And I uh, want to hear your thoughts on David and Kirk and their relationship. And um, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, we will be back again on Friday talking about Minute 70 of the Search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.